Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just a young boy. So cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. Uh, cool Boys Nation disclaimer, I may have to leave this podcast and take a huge shit. I disagree. <laughs> okay. There's no toilet in that closet. There should be. Yeah, since we've already done this much work, just there's a laundry basket. We'll get you on your phone, and you can shit on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I want to hear it. I want to hear yeah, it too. See it. All right, well we're in this guy, so let's go. Yeah. Let's figure out our drinks tonight, everybody. What are you drinking? Well, let's let's tell everyone what's going on here. Yeah, we we should probably. Yeah, we can't do the drinking when there's new people first. So let's 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 do a quick introductions. Oh yeah, well we have some uh, some special guests here tonight. Special guests, would you introduce yourselves? Hello. <laughs> All right, that was one special guest, and special guest number two. <laughs> no, no, no name, just a hello. <laughs> and a- Andy here. We're having we're having a little boys sleepover at Mikey's house. <laughs> that is a full house. Boys club. It is. It's a fucking full house. Everywhere you look, everywhere you fuck. There's a fart. There's a fart. I feel my butt feeling. <laughs> All right. Well, tonight I'll start it off. I'm drinking a special beer from a brewery from Claremont, California. And this is the Grapefruit Pilsner, I think, or something like that. Cool. So cool. And then I have got a little bit of wine as well. Just, you know, as a backup. You are, you are always double fisting, triple fisting. You're triple. amazing. Hey, fill every hole. Does anyone have any clamato tonight? No. <laughs> it's a Michelada. A Michelada. Do you actually make it with clamato? I make it with clamato and uh, Worcestershire yeah. sauce and tapatio, and we salt the rim. You know how we do. I love salted rims. Rimmies. Uh, All right. I so, am drinking um, the most American and classic thing you can drink. Jack what? Daniels. And That's Coke. for you, Jack Daniels, smashing keys. Straight out of the bottle? No, I'm mixing it with uh, melted ice now and, and Diet Coke. Nice. Gotta watch that figure. Can't make fun of that drink. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can. Maybe maybe Jack Daniel, Jack and Cokes are gay. <laughs> I think Steve's been listening. I guess he's aware that you're uh, watching your figure still. Yeah. How close are you to Henry Cavill? I, uh, miles or years? Uh, oh, dude, but you're going to get there and it's going to look sweet. No, I've, I, I can't do that. That guy, I, I need a... I need to make that my full-time job. I want to have a tally of how many times we mentioned Henry Cavill and Hugh Jackman and see who's winning right now. Yeah, and Tom Cruise has really fallen to the side. Yeah, that's a shame. You'll need to remind me, what, what's your obsession with Henry Cavill? I, I just think that he his fitness regimen is very impressive. Uh, uh, so it's a, a gay thing. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> For Superman, sure. There's not many Supermans I probably wouldn't go gay for, actually. I mean, Brandon Routh, probably not, but... In, I think he is gay. Isn't Brandon Routh gay? Uh, well, he worked with Brian Singer, who was his top pick, so this possible. But he does have a girlfriend that he's been with for a long time. I think George Reeve I would not go after at all. No, that was dad bought Superman. That was back in the day when you you could be Superman and just be uh, pretty fat and... Barrel-chested? Yeah. <laughs> You just needed yeah. to have a big chest. That was a Superman who really liked beer. 
That, yeah, that's uh, a guy that has beer in his vegetable drawer in his fridge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, what are you drinking? Uh, oh, bourbon, straight up. Neat. I love it. All right, and uh, Andy, what are you drinking? I- I'm drinking a Manhattan here, and I'm <laughs> jealous of Nolan, who's drinking something neat that's far manlier than I've ever been able to no. accomplish. Uh, Manhattan's pretty manly. Yeah, Manhattan's very, very masculine. Is it? I think so. I think so. Too. I think a Don Draper. Yeah, exactly. Don Draper for sure. You know, I was I was in I was in Manhattan with a colleague on my first sales call, and he said, "You got to get Manhattan. It's the manliest drink." And it came, and it was in a tall, thin-stemmed <laughs> glass with a cherry in it and shit. And I thought it was the most non-manly thing ever, but I tasted it and almost choked on it. Yep. This was many, many years ago, and now I love a good Manhattan. They are so good. I'd say the Manhattan's the it's the third manliest bourbon drink. First is old fashioned. No, second's old fashioned. First is first is just straight up. Straight up. Yeah. Oh, that's I not a drink. I, I, it has to be mixed to count. I think. Okay. Okay. Then old fashioned's yes, the manliest. Then then a Manhattan. Nice. Okay. Good. Oh man, I wish and I was a bourbon in Manhattan. Then a Puerto Rican slime ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm 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 drinking a red wine. Oh, that's fantastic. All right. Well, that was what the cool boys are drinking tonight. Greetings, Cool Boys Nation, and welcome to the Cool Boys Podcast. As always, I'm Felk, and I'm here with... Ballard! Nolan! And special guests for tonight... Steven! (laughs) (laughs) I guess... guess Andy! You guys have listened to the show. (laughs) (laughs) All right, wonderful. So fucking cool. Cool boys. Very cool. Mm. Yeah, cool boys. So, Felk, I think we have a, a little something to mention from last uh, yeah, week. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A little, little care taken here, a little little spring cleaning. Uh, mentioned that on the, our episode 11, Close Encounters of the Gay Kind, we had an upload error where the last five minutes were cut off briefly for about a day. That's fixed. So if you uh, didn't get to hear the very end of that, it is fresh to go. And that uh, led us to basically remaster the entire Cool Boys catalog in classy MP3. So everything should be smoother and easier to download, too, in addition. Are you sure you don't want to uh, leave the last five minutes cut off? You know, cliffhanger, something like that. Just leave the audience wanting more, not knowing how it ends. Who chose to get fucked and who chose to get to fuck? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> everyone needs to, everyone needs to find out what our answers were. Yeah, it's all it's it is all up now. Well, great. All right, so let's get into our updates. So, Noli, you finally saw Alien Covenant. Yeah, despite your guys' warnings, <laughs> I went and saw that big pile of shit. Um, but I will uh I won't review it here. I won't I'll just say I didn't like it, but for our listeners out there who want to find out what we thought about it, you can go listen to our Alien Covenant spoiler cast, aka Galian Ten, <laughs> aka Galian Ark of the Covenant. Well, I, whatever. And I listened to Yeah, the, what the fuck? I listened to the very end of that episode, and as I recall, you agreed. With everything we said. Mm. Spoiler. <laughs> or maybe it was Need More Dong. I don't remember what it you was. It was Need More Dong. Okay. He, <laughs> Noli thought the movie needed more Dong, if I recall, from okay. the spoiler it cast. Did. Uh, it did. I, I, I agree with your, uh, your guys' uh, review. Uh, Andy, Steve, have either one of you seen Alien Covenant yet? Nope. No, I skipped your uh, 
podcast on SpoilerCast. I skipped Galaxy uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 spoiler podcast as well because I haven't seen that one yet. I don't do spoilers. Don't do them. Uh, I would say for sure, go see Guardians, but Alien Covenant, fuck it. Yeah. Is it as good as Prometheus? It's worse than Prometheus. I like Prometheus more. Prometheus is way better. Really? Yeah. Because that one was like, meh. Correct. But yeah, but it was at least a cohesive (laughs) movie where you kind of at least like were invested until it never added up to anything. Right, and the and the third act doesn't completely change the whole film, and all of a sudden, like an alien is introduced at the end or whatever, you know, like. Oh, I guess was that what they did at the end of Prometheus? Was that that's it ended where it introduced the alien or no, some I sort of alien humid thing that I was think the precursor? Prometheus, that was like the Easter egg end tag. That's not like the same with Alien Covenant. Yeah, let's, let's Covenant just stop more. talking about it and move on. Yeah, I agree. It was a shitty movie. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so all right, um, so Steve, go ahead, do your um. My cool update? Yeah. Have any of you seen Samurai Jack? No. No. The guy behind it, Jenny Tartofsky, is like this Clone War really stuff. good director. He's basically like does homages to all these old uh, westerns and a lot of sci-fi stuff and does great, great uh, cinematography in his stuff. And, uh, great concepts, too, for the episodes. He has episodes that are fully widescreen, episodes where he just plays with the constant frame. He has one episode where you don't even follow Samurai Jack and you just follow like a detective the entire time. It's fucking awesome. It started out as a kids' show, and then basically it ended ten years ago, and now um, it they came back ten years later on Adult Swim, and so it's more for like a I guess an adult audience. So it's a lot darker, and it's basically like a sequel to the series, but it's it's really good, and I highly recommend it. It's a it's a lot of fun. What do you mean basically a sequel to the series? Uh, well, the, the series like. Every episode was self-contained for the most part. It had it had an overarching story that this guy gets sent back and uh, gets sent to the future because this the villain is is weak in his time and he'll be strong in the future. So he sends the Samurai Jack to the future where he can't win ever. And so every episode is Samurai Jack basically trying to trying to win and try to find a way back to his time. And he always loses. And he always uh, and then and it's all self-contained. And the series, uh, the sequel, is basically like a ten-episode movie where it's just, and it's all about uh, like how, like, fifty years later, he's still losing and he's like damaged, and he's, it's just really well done, and it takes it to that that next level. So it's no longer like a kids' cartoon, and it's much more of like a just a good, you know, show. I hear good things. Yeah, I've seen I've seen the Clone Wars that Jenny did, and those were that's like the best thing Star Wars had had. Brilliant. Yeah, so maybe even st- maybe even still the best Star Wars stuff. Uh, the only good thing that came out of the prequels was literally Jendi's Clone Wars uh, saga. They completely have like is is that even part of the canon anymore? Or? George did not like the, what the storyline did. I, I think he was uh, not entirely approving of it because he gave Jendi total control. Yes, and I think what happened in the end with the canon prior to Disney's takeover was that uh, George allowed it to be canon, but he wouldn't directly ever reference anything that ever happened in it. And that's why he did the CGI series from that point on. One of the great things that the Clone Wars Jendi uh, did was that he actually did two, uh, two-dimensional hand-drawn stuff and drew huge, huge matte paintings um, that were these massive, massive murals essentially down uh, the hallways at the offices. And they would actually go and have to film through the hallway and do the, the the standard way of animation where they'd have to take photos, you know, every whatever every frame, you know, for Wait, every thirty frames so, a second. So th- there's a Clone Wars that's 
hand-drawn animated. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's truly amazing. It's 2004. I thought it explained why that one guy couldn't breathe. Any, you know, in yeah. Clone Wars, like, I thought that whole thing was that it explained why he had, like, a bad lung. It, it does, did. but it's not, like, canon, because they never mentioned why he has that in Revenge of the Sith. He just has it. So Correct. I think they worked backwards reading it was. That the character had that and, and explaining it. It was a concept decision they made because when they when they first put Gen, um, General Grievous at the very season finale of Volume One, uh, George had not picked a voice actor yet or a voice yet for uh, General Grievous, and they barely had a design. They had a very rough concept uh, art of it, so they based everything off this concept art, which was very close to the final design. But they guessed on the voice, and so what they had to do to fix the voice at the end of Volume Two because they used the same voice actor for Volume Two as they used at the end of Volume One, <laughs> they had Mace Windu crush General Grievous's throat. And which caused him to lose his voice, and that's why his voice is all different. He's breathing all weird throughout Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Well, we should cool. probably move on because this could be a very dangerous yeah. topic to. Well, uh, uh, and Andy, what's your? Uh, I have a few update? more questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. Oh, all right. Well, Andy, what's your update? Do you guys read books, or are you guys too cool for for books? I love the Stephen fuck King. Is a book. Yeah, I love Stephen King's audiobooks. Um, I'm having to do like the, the the stand in like multiple parts but i made it all the way through it yeah the stand is one of my favorites um so I'm i uh, four thousand pages it's long as uh, fuck i i heard that the dark tower is finally being made into a movie and i've read that series i don't know if you guys are familiar it's like seven actually eight really long books most of them are very long books I've read it twice, and it's been many years, and I just read it again and finished it uh, a few weeks ago in preparation for the movie, which I hope to God is going to be amazing. I heard some things about the movie. Tell me, because yeah. I have heard zero and I know nothing. This movie's going to be shit. Yeah. Yeah. Get- well, I heard that it's like a sequel to the series. <laughs> so they're basically taking a lot of liberties. So they're, they're going to touch upon stuff in the novels, but... It's all supposed to be taking. It's like you know how. That's fantastic. So the way the book ends, it's basically, you know, he he's. It's all. This is. It's following the next step, basically. I don't want to be a spoiler. I don't want to spoil. Basically, it's made for me and for you. It's like fuck you. I see. I disagree. As somebody who hasn't read the books, I'd like it if they just made the first book into a movie. I'm sure they didn't do that. I know. I wish they would. I wish they would. No, you don't know the first book. It sucks. It, 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 they do have to do something where they like combine it because it is uh, hard to do, start off with the first book because it's kind of like off on its own. It was like written in the 70s and then he went back to it like 10 or 15 years later when he's a lot better of a writer and a storyteller. I've always been interested in it, but yeah, now I just eight books. I, I, I don't have time for that shit. Oh man, the longer the better, if you ask me. <laughs> oh. The one problem with Stephen King is that he doesn't know how to end his story. So he just goes on and on, and he, he, he's a great storyteller and just can keep you going and wanting to read the next page and find out what's going to happen. But when he finally gets to that point, I've always found it kind of disappointing how he ends his stuff. Every single Stephen King movie is disappointing. Our, our book is disappointing in ending. Uh, it, it is so cool, and then it's just it's a spider. Kid orgy. Well, that's not, that's not, that's not the ending. That's not <laughs> it's going to be interesting if they do that in the movie. They will. I there, I zero percent chance they do that in the movie. <laughs> the, yeah. Well, like, well, they, they, it's like a essential part of the story. I, they need to do something. She'll kiss them all or something like that. They'll keep it. They'll keep it sane. And is it two movies? I heard that that is split into two movies. No, not right one. now. It isn't. 
the trailer no. is them all as kids. It doesn't show them as adults. So I think it is too. Many. Yeah, I heard. I heard that. Then the second one is them as adults. Yeah. This is just them as. Oh kids. wait. Oh, oh you're talking wow. about it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is split into two movies. I thought you were talking about. Sorry. I thought you were talking about the uh, topic, which was uh, the Dark Tower. Oh. Sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking with you, Steve. Felk, what did uh, you have nothing under updates? Yeah, I mean, because there's this is going to be a very full episode. Uh, so I mean, I started watching season five of House of Cards because that dropped. Uh, just more House of Cards. It's very talky. It's not. It's it's nothing exciting has happened yet. I'm excited for House of Cards, and I'm excited for F is for Family. Uh, like, to check out the second season, F is for Family. I haven't watched that. Show I got I got three seasons invested in, and then. I, I want to finish it, but like I don't know if I can. It gets really good in the fourth season. Uh, to finish up, I also watched Gout or Get Out, uh, a movie about black people. It was Is good. Good. I thought it was. I it's thought good. it was good. It's it's definitely overhyped, and I'm probably there's probably a reason for that. But it's a decent horror movie. It definitely is interesting the entire way through. It's, it's short too. It's like ninety minutes. So. It, it it delivers the 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 scares with unique social commentary. But it's overhyped. I actually have a quick question for you, Felk. I saw Get Out. And I loved it to death. Did you laugh at the TSA agent? Yeah, it's basically a horror comedy. I mean, it's as like much a horror comedy as I feel like Gremlins is. I thought well, it was just a straight a horror comedy. Yeah, it's, he's a yeah. But I, I they advertised it pretty pretty straight, and I did not realize there would just be a straight up like comic relief character. Uh, who is yeah. like try, basically funny in every scene, even when he's advancing the plot. So it's almost a horror comedy. And I, I think I, that stuff I didn't expect. So anything I didn't expect, I, I really liked. I, it, it's just that movie's kind of the victim of a, a trailer that gave away way too much of the core concept and, and just uh, a little bit overhype. Uh, so, but I didn't expect I the a comedy. I like zero it clue. I had no idea what it was about. Have My you, brother picked me up, took me to the movie theater. I had zero clue what I was into and absolutely loved every second of it. Yeah, I think it would be a way more effective movie that way, so that makes sense, because I, I kind of already knew pretty much everything about it. Oh, wow. Just through the trailers. Trailer. Just through the trailers. I mean, just through the trailers and some reviews. Yeah, the trailers give it away a lot of stuff nowadays. I mean, Spider-Man Homecoming is a great example of that. You mean Iron Man Homecoming? Oh, shit. Shots fired. <laughs> well, I actually saw a, a horror movie that was... um. An incredible concept piece that was one minute long. It was part of a, a fan festival that was one minute long horror movies. It was called Lights Out. And then they made it into a 90 minute movie and it fucking sucked. Hmm. And I just watched that recently. I do not recommend Lights Out. But if you want to see a good Lights Out, watch the same director's short called Lights Out as well on YouTube or Vimeo. And uh, it's <laughs> one minute long and it is fucking a great horror movie in one minute. But the wow. fucking 90 minute movie is terrible. I highly, I highly can't further recommend not seen that fucking movie. And it's also, it's Vimeo, not Vimeo, is it? I say it like video, but Vimeo. Vimeo. I think, I think it's, video. Vi it's, it's Vimeo. It's Vimeo. It's video. With I, an I M. said Vim, Vimeo. Vimeo. Yeah, it's video with an M. That's all. Anyway, so, um, all right. And then um, I just got to mention for my update is uh, Top Gun 2 was just announced. Is anybody else's dick super fucking hard? Not at all. I think it's going to be terrible. Dumb idea. And Joseph Krasinski's not very good. Pathetic. It, is Val Kilmer in it? Yeah, Val needs to be in it. Nope, too fat. I know, Val needs to be in it. Val sure. posted on his Instagram, he said, Tom, I'm ready. And he was wearing a shirt that said, cool as ice. No, he didn't. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to fucking God. I think that's real, yeah. Oh, he's in. Cool Boy Nation, go check out Val Kilmer's Instagram and check out that cool as ice t-shirt he's wearing. 
Yeah. Well, I that's mean, fantastic. It's going to be about drone warfare. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> is that what it is going to be about? Is that official? Yeah. And, to- and Tom Cruise be like, guys, I'll tell you why you don't need drones. Watch me fly. And everyone's going to go, oh, yes! fuck, it's Maverick. Oh, Maverick. Days of Thunder. But you know the scene when he lights up his fucking jet and flies off to go take out some dudes? I will get huge. You'll be in the theater for that coming all over? Uh, uh, I, will, I will jizz all over your face. I will literally be a one-man bukkake. Good. Super gay. And I will also making panty puddles. You have a vagina that gets wet? What? Yeah. No, no. I just, I'll just come in my panties. Um, but yeah. So, Andy, uh, Steve, are you guys excited about Top Gun 2? I've never seen Top Gun. Eh. How's that what? possible? How's that possible? I've seen, like, parodies. And oh, God. Clips. I don't even want to talk about Pull down your pants right now. I want to make sure that you have a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pull Whip it, it out. Top Gun is a very gay movie. Top Gun is a very gay movie, especially the entire Planet with the Boys. It should not uh, be held theme. up as like a, this is a masculine movie the way like fucking Predator I is. I don't think it is held up for that. I think it's held up for high octane. It's not high octane either. It's about it's a gay movie. man and a lesbian God. falling in love. Like they have the least chemistry oh, I've ever seen. <laughs> but there's chemistry um, between Tom Cruise and Anthony Edwards and, and Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. Andy, did, what do you think about Top Gun 2? I, I'm, not, I'm not so interested. Good. Jesus, am I the only one that yes. wants to see Top Gun 2? I think so. Well, in I will America. fucking be in that theater. I will be watching goddamn Top Gun 2 in 3D IMAX. <laughs> I think. Top Gun was amazing. Are you excited for The Mummy? I can't wait to see The Mummy. Are you excited for the Universal Monsters? Universe? No, but the I can't wait to see The Mummy. I, Dark Universe? How about all no. the billboards? They've slipped Tom Cruise like right up the middle now. It was just like The Mummy's eyes, and now Tom Cruise is there. And they and know what they need to do. Sell the movie, cruise it up. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. such a huge box office draw. Jack say. Reacher, Jack Reach Around. Jack Reacher, uh, Reach Around 2 flopped. Never go back. It tanked. <laughs> Never watch again. And the last Mission Impossible underperformed. No, it Edge didn't. Edge of Tomorrow is good. It, that was been theaters for like three weeks. Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, wait, <laughs> well, I saw it tomorrow in theaters. It wasn't in just for three weeks, but I did like it a lot when I saw it in theaters, and it was wonderful. You guys gave me the what wrap up the, signal, and then you kept going. <laughs> what is the official title though? Now it's "Kill Repeat, Live Die no, Repeat." It's "Live Die Repeat," but they actually are going to call the next movie "Live Die Repeat" something. Like they've yeah, changed the movie title, it, so the second film is not even Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, anything. It's completely fucked up. I loved it. It was a great movie, though. No, it it was, it's, it's a good movie. The marketing was a completely atrocity, Disaster. like for sure disaster and then the other thing i did is i uh, i watched um the punisher 1989 one with dolph lundgren and i gotta say that's actually probably one of the better punisher films not counting the netflix um first half of daredevil 2 but um oh my god let me tell you this noli you're gonna love this the final shot of the punisher 1989 is dolph on his knees back to the camera naked yeah doing butt the, naked yeah he's posing dong just dong. You can see his balls. You can see his fucking balls and dong just hanging. Are you freeze framing this? No, it's a long shot and it's a slow, it's a long take as they with push the, in with on the him. Candles, and you see, the candles are going, right? Yeah, the candles. So you've yeah. seen it? You've seen it, Noli? Oh, I've seen no, I haven't seen it recently, but I knew that. I know that movie. I've jacked Dude, off that's to a great, it. Once or twice. That's actually not that bad, <laughs> but super 80s. Uh, yeah. It's it's a you know what it reminds me of? It's like it's really shocking to think that that came out the same year. The uh, Batman came out, and that and how different the DC film was from the Marvel film that year. 
because the the Marvel film was just like a straight up. 80s movie, like 80s action film, and it's great. And then you have, well, and then Batman's Keaton in DC, but very RC. But there's one scene in um, the Ninja Stars. The Ninja Stars, yeah. But I like there's a ninja that grabs Dolph, tries to grab Dolph by the neck with a chain, and ends up actually smashing into Dolph's nose. And you just see Dolph Lundgren get so fucking pissed at the stunt guy, and he unleashes on the stunt guy when he has the opportunity. And you could tell there was an extra, like, a little oomph in that hit when he actually clocks him because he was like you just fucking like almost broke my nose right now it was pretty intense it was a pretty nice little fuck up that they left in the movie i like love it love that but is it better than thomas jane i like thomas jane's punisher but it's just really different because it's thomas jane no that movie fucking sucks the director's cut's not so bad fuck it but punisher was definitely a hard r especially for the 80s well speaking of hard R movies. That brings us to our cool boy show topic. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We gotta keep him gagged. Cool boy nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. No so cool. On August 10th, 1984, only three months after parents were outraged over the release of two PG films, Temple of Doom and Gremlins, uh, Red Dawn would become the first film to be released with the PG-13 rating, thus starting a trend for Hollywood that would end up castrating filmmakers from ever attempting to make true art. For the next 30 years, PG-13 films would reign supreme at theaters and the box office alike. I don't entirely agree. I don't entirely agree with that. That really because like PG 13s aren't softer than PG. They, they allowed them more freedom. They did a little bit, but it was like you can kill and decapitate heads if it's an alien or an orc. But I want to let uh, Cool Boy Nation know Critters 2 has tits in it and it's PG 13. So you should try to jack off to it and then get back to us about it. Yeah, I understand. There's, <laughs> a, there's a lot of PG 13 movies with uh, tits in them. I Titanic. think so. I th- I, I'm pretty sure you're right on that. Doc one. Hollywood. I mean, there's lots of PG-13s with with tits. Uh, it's PGs with tits that are really impressive, like Airplane. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, for sure. And Dragon Slayer. <laughs> oh yeah, huh? That's right. Excalibur. That is tits. I'm pretty sure it does. So our cool boy show topic for this episode is to select real past PG films and TV shows of the same caliber of rating that's PG and figure out a way to make it a viable hard R live action film released today. I didn't know it had to be live action. And for reference, hard R films are films pushing the envelope films that amp up the levels of violence, cussing, nudity, (laughs) blood, tits, gore, sex, guns, pussy shots, explosions, (laughs) explosions, <laughs> fucking squibs, etc., up to the number the scale goes up to, which in this case apparently is 11. There's still okay. there's still not enough pussy shots. No, no, I love pussy shots back in the day in the 80s. Yeah. I, seriously, 80s had pussy shots and it was wonderful. I don't what? I remember them. Not really, like if you see a bush, but like Basic Instinct's only like straight up. Well, pussy. that's in the 90s. Basic Instinct's 90s, great movie. But Bush Bush counts as pussy as far as I'm concerned on that film at least. I don't, I can't even think of movies that show Bush. Porky? Oh, really? There's lots of movies that show show pussies. I mean, not Yeah, shower, especially in shower, the 80s. Shower scenes, I guess. And oh my old. god, The Shining had Bush. Oh god, not Duval. 
No, it was the shiny. No, no it, was it's the, the, it was the, the woman in the woman. bathtub. And it's it's a trick. That's a Stanley Kubrick mind trick. He gives you an erection and then terrifies you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our lists, guys. So, uh, Felk, why don't you start off? Why don't you uh, go through uh, your number three um, uh, film, uh, PG film, or it could be G-rated technically, I guess, as well. So my list of, of uh, movies to make hard R, I'm going to start with uh, a movie that's very dear to my heart, and a PG movie that is the most, like, sexual nakedness violent thing ever and it got away with it because it was animated a film called 1983's fire and ice created that's your by, number three yeah that's my number i guess three yeah that's my least important um created by like george r. r martin have you yeah so yes basically what's happening here um basically it's ralph bashke uh the guy you know from oh, you oh okay it. So you have it, it felt you have got it right it here on Blu-ray and I cannot wait to watch Fire and Ice. You recommended that. And then I also saw the same director. I'll let you say his name. I also Ralph got his Bashke. other movie, Wizards. Have you seen What's have you not seen Wizards? Do, uh, the Hobbit? Yeah. Yeah, he did The Hobbit. He did Lord of the Rings. He also did Heavy Metal and American Pop. American Pop's really good. I recommend it. Heavy Metal is shitty. You got it. Heavy Metal isn't good. Um, but uh, Felk, um, what's his name? Please say his name again. Ralph Bashke. Um, Bashki, okay, that's and, right. and yeah, Cool World was like taken away from him by the studio, and they changed it into this like trying to make it Roger Rabbit. That movie's a, a mess. He had no control. He walked away a couple times. You uh, see Brad Pitt's really? dong. It's a very <laughs> weird movie, but no, Fire and Ice is a very straightforward like uh, Hollywood Frank Franzetta uh, like artwork kind of. It was a collaboration between him and Ralph Bashki, just like that barbarian uh, guy who's basically wearing a loincloth taking this uh, hot maiden across a barren kind of uh, fantasy land. It's basically mm. a very simple Lord of the Rings as story, but there's a chick who's basically uh, animated, but in a thong the entire movie. And also the men are pretty much naked the entire movie. And it's violent at violent as fuck. Yeah. If you guys haven't like watched the trailer, uh, a trailer would convey the visuals pretty quickly. Uh, that this is a, I have, I did watch the trailer. It's very so, sexy. Yes. The point oh, of the, view nominating this is if they remade it today, live action, it would be a hard R and it'd be great. Literally just drop the clothes. I, um, Shira, something like that. The, the girl, She's obviously supposed to be naked. They rotoscoped a naked woman and then painted a fake like little bikini onto her. Just mm. just make her be naked the entire movie. Have the guys dong yeah. out. Ha have don't hold <laughs> don't hold back on showing the uh, the blood and gore, but keep it animated because that's what makes it so fucking trippy. I mean, it's basically it's kind of like heavy metal, but it actually has an interesting one story the entire time. So it's not like. Uh, Heavy metal, which is just, uh, you know, unless you're stoned, that movie's not really interesting. <laughs> it's, it's not good. Yeah, I like that idea. Fire and Ice sounds, I mean, sound that sounds like a good R-rated movie for sure. Well, it sounds like it's already close to R. It, I don't know how yeah. it's, because I, I got to watch it as a kid because it was PG. I don't know fucking how it's PG. I do not. Was it, it made in the 70s? Me. 80s, 83. Well, here's the thing. So PG, like we mentioned earlier, when That's it changed over. That's parental guidance, then. Right, exactly. And it's rotoscope, like animation. So like tits are jiggling. Everything moves like a real person. It's like it's almost pornographic. Yet it's a PG Did movie. Did he do um, that Felix the cat? No, that was Fritz. Yeah. Fritz. Yeah. He did do Fritz the cat. He did that. He did yeah. do Fritz the cat. That too, was yeah. a super sexualized like. Uh, yeah. And that was PG as well, I think. No, or, that was R. PG then was like the R. Like you're not supposed to. Well, yeah, because it, it literally meant parental guidance, like literally did mean. Like you as a parent, you should like really be aware of your kid watching this movie. It didn't mean like 
parental guidance, like, drop them off. Let them go see it. Who gives a fuck what they're actually watching? Like, it didn't mean that then. Yeah. It meant, like, because G meant general audiences. G was a very common movie. Most movies were general audiences way back in the day. And PG was, like, that was a shady film. And then R was, of course, like, you go to R and you might as well wear an overcoat, you know? Yeah, Fritz was uh, R actually from down from an X. It is actually listed as a pornographic oh, shit. film. It was an X? Yeah. I've only seen clips of it, and, and it there's, looked there's, pretty uh, crazy. Yeah, there's cat tits. Yeah, it was rated X. Big, <laughs> duck tits was weird in Howard the Duck. Not I thought PG. Duck tits was weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was very concise. Okay. This isn't going to take right. long at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, we got to I was concise. Faster, I, guess. Um, I don't, I don't, maybe. So, um, all right, next, let's go with the one of our social guests. Andy, why don't you go with one of oh, your we're gonna top three? Okay. Ooh, fun. Uh, you texted me earlier about this today, Ballard, and I started to think about what I grew up with, and the first one that came in my head was Labyrinth, because I fell in love with Jennifer Connelly as a kid, and I wanted to see her tits. Now, <laughs> you were uh, appropriate sure age. They, uh, yeah, if they uh, remake it into an R, I'm sure it wouldn't be Jennifer Connelly, but it would be. I'll tell you so what, wonderful. R would have David Bowie's dick out the whole That's movie instead of behind, behind a little like sheet of like tights. <laughs> That's when we were allowed to disturb children. Uh, in yeah, really, di- that dick is out, man, and he is on patrol, and there are a oh, lot of midgets man. around him. All those David- like Henson movies. Yeah. Was yeah, it was Henson, wasn't it? Yeah, it had that like level of creepiness. Isn't it crazy that back in the day that how like Henson was the like the epitome of amazing special effects in a film, like puppet wise? Like, that was, and then like it was just like it was it's partnered. It was like it was almost like a brother to ILM, and then eventually we just ILM just took over and just destroyed. But whatever, that's another day, another dong. There was a <laughs> there was a article not that long ago about how Jim Henson really really loved uh, hashish. And it was like a major revelation. I'm just like, yeah, no fucking shit. Have you ever seen anything he worked on that wasn't Kermit? Man, you remember Dark Crystal? Was Dark Crystal PG? Because if Dark Crystal was PG, I'd I'd vote for that one as well. It is PG. I'm pretty sure Dark Crystal Uh, PG or yeah, I think that would be a dark live action R for sure. That one scared the shit out of me as a kid. Oh my god, they're doing a Netflix uh, prequel for Dark Crystal. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, Netflix series with puppets. Whoa. I'm ready. Yeah, it looks like it's a mixed media, puppets and CG. Sign yeah. me up. Sign it up. Um, for me, I will go with Benji the Hunted, which is a G-rated <laughs> film. And this is a movie that is one of those P- oh, G-rated films that should have been PG at the time. That kind of what it, it was intense. I mean, I saw this in theaters. It was one of the first films. I can't recall actually which one is my first film. It's either this or the uh, one of the re-releases of uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Anyway, so Benji ends up, you know, getting lost on an island, and there's a whole like shipwreck or whatever. But I'm saying you do the shipwreck R, and you know we got some people on this boat die Titanic style, fall into fucking some propellers. Looks great, red everywhere, blood, red seas. Then. You got Benji gets washed on shore. He comes across in the movie a mountain lion and a wolf and a hunter. Well, the mountain lion gets shot by the hunter. Get to see that. Looks great. Blows it away with a shotgun, maybe. Takes out some skull. And then he ends up taking the mom, uh, this cougar, and she's got pups or little cubs. Benji takes care of those cubs. That's actually how the movie works out. But eventually the wolf is chasing Benji and trying to scare him. Anyways, this wolf, let's have him, let's have this hunter now all of a sudden have a couple more of a family. Wolf takes out the family horror style. 
So we get some like you know nice animal like hunt horse th- thrills and kills, and then Benji has to save the day. He what he does actually in the movie is he tricks the wolf into running off a cliff, and then the wolf like falls off this cliff and makes that classic goofy noise like that. Anyway, so <laughs> wolf fucking falls off the cliff, but we see the splat in R, and then. You see, oh, oh, and one of the cubs actually in the movie gets picked up by an eagle and it gets eaten. But this time we see the eagle take the cub and fucking eat that shit in the nest. And then Benji uh, gets are saved. Are you and describing it's both the PG movie and also what you're this thinking? This is very who knows. Who knows? I'm lost. I, I'm I've never lost. seen Benji or heard of it. Which is the real and fake? What's going on? Also, you said live action. <laughs> That, no, Benji is live action. The, the, the movie is actually live action. Okay. Well. But um, that, that what I described was the actual story of the PG movie, just slightly changing it to make it more R. And the hunter can cuss all he wants, and maybe he fucks his wife and it's super hot. I'm changing my number one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's all right. Roll. So that's Benji on. hunted. So I think it's. I think it would be a great hard R. It'd be silly as fuck. To be hard R because you'd be following this cute little dog around and all this violence is happening around him. And I think that would be fascinating to see. Yeah, and Benji the Hunted is a great movie. And you know what? I recommend it for kids. I don't know if it's viable as a hard R. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do a suggestion. <laughs> no, here. it's than, not. It's not. <laughs> That's a huge stretch. Rather than drop one of mine, uh, I'm going to say the fil- classic film uh, Milo and Otis. Because Milo and Otis is a live action film about a dog <laughs> and a cat going on an adventure. And it was made <laughs> by... Ju- it was made made in Japan, where they don't give a shit about animal cruelty, so they just fucking killed a bunch of pugs and broke cats' legs to make that movie. Like to get a cat to limp, they broke its leg. To have a pug fall down a waterfall, they just threw a fucking pug down a waterfall. I know. Just I re-edit just that movie. This, just re-edit. Re-edit that movie with the missing footage and make it R by showing all the fucking accidents that happened or or the results of what. So this is more a making of. You just need a making of. Uh, yeah, make a making of Milo Otis. It's rated hard how R. Many, how many kittens drowned in that river scene? And it was actually filmed over five years because they were doing so much fucking atrocities to these animals. That's horrible. Yeah, I would love to show this to my kids. That's real? Fuck. You guys yeah, aren't lying I, about I this? Yeah, no. I have it. I actually, I watched it as a kid. I, I had the VHS, and I remember being like, yeah. Yeah. Dudley Moore was the voice of uh, the narrator and yeah, the animals good, and all that it's shit. It's a good movie. Yeah. My sisters and I grew up with that thing. They, yeah. they, I can't tell them this. Yeah, they killed I will oh, keep dude. this a secret forever. Super, yeah, super fucked up. Super fucked up. You got re- you got to read about it. It's amazing. And Cool Boy Nation, I recommend you go look up the Wikipedia article. Yeah, on this they they cycle through amazing. twenty cats to make it. Yeah, Jesus. It's oh fast. my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it took them five years to make this movie. And when they like sold Milo. that back in the eighties, it's five years. Milo. They were like, <laughs> they were like, uh, they were like, yeah, because it was we followed the the animals throughout their lifespan for five years. And it's like, no, <laughs> you, you kind of lost some animals in the process. All oh right, so anyways, um, so, okay, so, yeah, I guess maybe Benji the Hunted isn't a really good hard R, but I would love <laughs> to fucking see it. All right, Steve, why don't we go with you next? What's your hard R? Uh, Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, wow. Good one. I don't see that as hard R at all. Like, go well, see, I guess I didn't understand. I thought it was that it would be remade as a hard R. So it was a PG yeah. movie. So I'm thinking, like, you know, there's like a psychological trauma where they find this Bigfoot and Tell me. It destroys their family, but then there's this like Stockholm syndrome thing where they start, you know, caring for it and, or something like that. And it's just it's just hardcore. That, that would be that would be my, my uh, hard R remake of Harry and Anderson. Or just comes in Wait. the house and rips them all to shit. 
just a lot of violence. Yeah. No, wait. What if he went into the house and like just destroys the family, then he stalks the fucking neighborhood, and it's like a cul-de-sac, like the Burb style or some shit. Oh yeah, I would assume Harry would kill like the kid or the son or something like that accidentally. He needs to have some Hendersons to still, you know, live with. Then it's no longer. It's, then it's just him. okay. They did a TV show of Harry and the Hendersons, and I would like to ask you, Steve, who do you see as the John Lithgow role, who's also was the dad? Who was the dad that played him in the TV show? Fuck. I do not remember. But anyway, da- so David tell me- Carradine. Or Keith Carradine. Oh, no I'm, way. No. Really? I'm guessing. No, you're wrong. The- <laughs> you're, you're very wrong. You were so certain. It was kind of intense. I, I believed you. Bruce Davidson played the dad on the Harry and the Hendersons TV show. He was great. Okay. He was a classic, classic 80s, 90s actor. All right. Well, I think Harry Henderson's would be interesting. Yeah, if he made it horror style and he killed like the whole the whole neighborhood. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So I'm going to pick a perfect PG 80s movie. And the mm-hmm. it's called The Goonies. And the only way it would be more perfect is if at the, if at the end all the teenagers just busted out into a fucking huge orgy, sloth and all. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> and that's the only way that's you make the it. Only way They're all you boys. Seen hard R. There's some. Chicks. Don't change the no, movie. There's two chicks. There's Just two orgy chicks. at the end. Oh, okay. Andy. But, but Andy stop. is one of the chicks. Yeah, that was stop. the second movie I thought of after Labyrinth because I wanted to oh see. Oh my god, Andy's really? Too. Oh, that's god. awesome. Yeah. Sloth is a key component, though. He's in there in the middle. He's he's orchestrating the whole thing. Well, we I know. can't believe it. Wait, you just told a movie with full of children, and you want it to end in a fucking hardcore. Yeah, order. you, you, yes. and, and we're supposed Wait to, second. and we're you supposed to vote percent. on whether these are viable movies. <laughs> it's the only way it's better. Not viable. By the way, it is such a. It is. It's a. That's practically an R-rated movie today. Yeah, teen yeah. orgies. At least it's not kittens dying. It's just kids fucking. I know. One-eyed Willie. Milo and Otis. Man. One-eyed Willie. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, when I really a new okay, oh yeah, and when I really actually is like a penis that they have to like find. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge penis. Yeah. See, concise. Done. All right. uh, okay. Waiting for. I it. probably wouldn't see it. Yeah, when you fucking just <laughs> yeah blow us our, our like away with like impossible <laughs> horrific situations. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. So all right, Felk, you're number two. Go ahead. Oh fuck. All right. I'm. Which one do I do? All right. I'm gonna go ahead and do. A dark interpretation of a movie that boomers seem to love, but millennials, at least myself, but many others, seem very confused by its appeal. The classic 80s film, A Christmas Story. Now, you guys, I love are it. you guys are familiar love with it. it? Love it. I love, love it. it. Really? Every year. Okay, so you guys are familiar. You guys are familiar of the story. Familiar, yeah. Just to clarify, this is a story. Andy, are you familiar? Oh, yeah. Okay. This is a story. Yeah, we've all seen it. Uh, good, because think about it for five seconds Go here. Shoot your eye out, kid. Exactly. All right. So the this is a story of a kid who is being bullied at school. He's terrified every day of school because of a bully who he eventually just snaps on and beats the shit out of in a violent rage. He's scared at home of his dad. Doesn't doesn't want the old man. His dad to find out anytime he does something wrong, even though his mom like gives him lead poisoning with soap with that probably had lead in it. Uh, what's his dad going to no. do? His dad's an alcoholic. It's heavily implied. He seems to be explosive in fits of anger. His dad is also like borderline, like illiterate. He doesn't know basic words like fragile. Um, <laughs> he's explosively aggressive. Clearly. Fragile. So the kid's name is Ralphie. Clearly, his dad is beating Ralphie. And what is Ralphie obsessed with? He, this kid, he's being bullied at school probably beaten at home he's obsessed with getting a gun 
the entire movie. <laughs> and writer. Yeah. Wait. Oh, so you're you're describing um. Uh, uh, we need to talk about Kevin. Basically, I, my, my, my point is make the movie the exact uh -huh. same way. Maybe make it a little bit darker. Actually show the dad like hit him. Uh, definitely have him say fuck all the time and show that the dad is drinking. Make the, the bullies abuse a little more aggressive. And this make the rest of the movie the exact same, except don't make it a BB gun because I always felt like that was just trying to modify it for 80s audiences. It's clearly like, it's like what the 1950s. It's clearly a, he wanted a rifle. Yeah. So just have it be the exact same movie, but replace its last 20 minutes. Like the little extra vignette at the end, after he gets the gun, replace that with the last 20 minutes of the movie elephant R rated yeah, movie. And, and you thought teen orgies was too far. <laughs> I thought I was going to go all, all and then end it with the teen orgy. Now we're talking about fucking, Mass shootings at high schools. <laughs> the last twenty minutes is Christmas and teen orgies only. It's a Christmas story. It's a dark yeah. story. Why does the kid want a gun so badly? Yeah, really. Oh wow. Okay, you that's know the what? Right, the, cool. Wait, that's the one with the tongue stuck to the pole, right? The ice yes. pole. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that that could be horrific. R. Yeah. Totally. And, Make that and, a dick. and you know what you could do? <laughs> you could even have it when he says. Uh, when his dad has blows out the tire and he goes to change his tire and he's like, you know, timing himself because he's always like he's the best tire changer ever. And when uh, Ralphie goes out to help him and Ralphie like, you know, drops everything and goes, oh, fudge. Well, you can actually have him say, oh, fuck, finally, because it's R. But then also you can have the dad beat Ralphie with a tire iron. <laughs> exactly. And make it make it clear that he's drunk at the time. Yes, yeah. He was drunk and driving the whole family back from Santa. That was <laughs> common in the 50s. Everyone drove drunk. Holy shit. Felt that is a great pick absolutely there was a jalopnik article today about a car how cars had like uh, bars in them back in the 50s it's like that dad was clearly drunk in that scene just make it clear and make it r <laughs> and you know that 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 sexy leg lamp just could be one huge yeah. cock yes yes or just a big old pussy yeah, yeah just a huge pussy <laughs> and the dad like fucks it one night and the mom walks <laughs> <What>? in <laughs> This movie is hard R. Yeah, that's this, the point. Felk, this is a hard R. This might be the best pick out so far. All right, All right. Uh, Fire Ice was actually pretty good too, man. Way, way to kill it. I love, I love. Uh, mine was just like a really violent animal movie, and Noise was just like same movie but teen orgies. And Steve's <laughs> became like this really weird horror story that had to change the genre. Felk, you're, that, that was good. That was good, man. Way to go. My, my cha right. Mine changes uh, the genre too. Not for Fire and Ice. That's pretty much the same, but. That's the same. No, dude, that keeps Christmas Story still. Christmas Story is dark. It's a dark. Com it's a dark comedy Christmas movie. I don't think Anyways, it's really a dark comedy. It's not. It's super. It's super lighthearted and, and fucking yeah. It's very they wholesome. Play it like twenty four hours on like TBS. It's the most wholesome thing ever, and it's a story about a kid who like wants a gun for vengeance. That's a dark comedy. Oh, okay, but maybe I'm wrong. Cool Boy Nation, you tell me. <laughs> All right. Well, Andy, what's your number two? Well, speaking of dark comedy, tell me if this is one. I selected The Burbs. Ooh, that's dark comedy for sure. See, I think that Burbs is pretty much perfect. It's a dark comedy. Yeah, it is. It's, I, I, the Burbs is one of the best films in the world. The Burbs Joe scared the shit out of me as a kid, and then me I too. watched it again later in life, and I laughed my ass off, and I think it would be great as a How do you make it R? <laughs> yeah, same thing. Scared the shit out of me as a kid, and when I saw it later in life, it was like one of the best comedies I ever saw. I saw it in it, movie theaters and had to leave. My parents had to take me out because it was too frightening. <laughs> it was fucking what was scary as a kid. about it? I don't nothing. I watched it again. I think it was just the setting. It was like just the ambiance. Yeah, them, them creeping into the house. Those yeah, the creeping in the house. The, street, the bodies, the dream sequence was really scary. I remember as a kid. But yeah, <clears> but you know that's funny. That's a joke. That's Joe Dante and Gremlins, which started off the PG-13 craze, was Joe, Joe Dante as well. 
Yeah, Joe Dante was was great. great. Toy Soldiers. Yeah, Small Soldiers was his last Small good Soldiers. Film. He did the holes, but I never saw it. Which one? The holes. Just called holes, not the holes. Yeah, the the holes. <laughs> Which Smash was the holes. second thing I was going to say to Shia LaBeouf when we saw him in, in, in person. But he was so I, when I said, uh, "Hey, are you Shia LaBeouf?" and he said, "Yeah." And I was like, so taken aback by that. I didn't even get to say the next thing I was going to say to him, which was, you were great in holes, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. All right. Well, um, holes is also so, not directed by Joe Dante. I don't know why where that came up. Yeah. What the uh, fuck? No, no. Holes, a different movie was directed by Joe Dante or hole or whatever. I think you're wrong. There was a movie. I got it. I, I, I uh, hang on. I got right here. The Hole. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know this movie existed. Yeah. In 3D. Uh, anyways, okay. Well, yeah, I can see. I can easily see uh, the burbs transferring over to hard R based on everything that's already in the film. Just step it up a notch, and that's a hard R. Oh, yeah. So, definitely. Yeah, I, definitely. I, and I love the burbs, so I would see it fucking again, no matter what. Corey Feldman's got to be in I it. I wouldn't see it again. If they remade it, I'd be like, fuck that. Burbs is great. I guess that's kind of true, too. Huh? Yeah, that's a good point. Fuck, I didn't think that's about that. That's a good that. point. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck your choice. <laughs> Shit. That's why this whole speculative discussion is kind of weird. But yeah. Well, you can blame uh, Cool Boy Nation if you don't like this discussion. You can blame that on me. I'm the one who pushed it. <laughs> Hard. <laughs> Hard. 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 All right. Uh, so um, I guess that's me next. So uh, out of my list, oh, I guess. Oh, fuck. Here we go. I think <laughs> you could easily do. Ooh. I second Nolan's I... reaction. <laughs> so my number two is Top Gun. And I think Top Gun would be an incredible R-rated film. Instead of, you know, you know, Maverick giving him the bird, he can put his dick on the fucking glass. And, you know, <laughs> the, the volleyball scene could be fully nude. The sex scene could be hardcore. Penetration. Oh, really? We can get some fucks in there. And you Berlin, know what? You know you can't playing? show penetration in an R-rated movie, right? Sure okay, well, we'll see, like, Color of Night penetration. And then we, and why, not, we, why not have, you know, like, some, like, you know, Close-up no, shot. I want, I want Munich penetration. Munich penetration. That was fucking yeah. hardcore penetration. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Wait, Munich? The movie Munich? Lot, lots yeah, of Munich. sweat. Lots yeah, of sweat. Yeah, it's a lot of sweat. While he's thinking about all the uh, uh, athletes blowing up in the helicopter, he's like fucking his wife. Who's like nine months pregnant. That's a horrible scene. That's not sexy yeah, at all. No, 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 no. It's a scene at the end, and she's already given birth. Very awkward scene to watch with your dad. Yeah, awkward, awkward scene, Noli, to watch with your father-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And, why why, yeah. why are we at Munich? <laughs> Munich's a good movie. That's a hard R. Munich is a fucking hard R. That's a, that's a great hard R. Too. It's already a hard right. R. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I say Top Gun. I think Top Gun would be a lot like Munich if remade today live action. <laughs> that's a hard R. It's Top Gun in Munich. Can you imagine a live-action Top Gun hard R? <laughs> you mean besides the animated Top Gun? Right. Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. Uh, you know what? Top Gun ah. should have been an animated 1980s like TV show on Saturday morning. Maverick and Goose every morning, they totally ignore the continuity, and Goose just exists again. You know, Iceman and good. fucking Slider are rolling with them all the time. Sundown and Merlin are there together for some reason. Like, you just bring them all back. Who's the villain? Who's the villain? 
the Russians. It's, they're never identified. It's, like some, it's a star country. It's a star country. That's all we know. No, yeah, the villains who they're fighting at the very end of that movie are never identified, but they're basically clearly the Russians, which means even yeah. after the little like skirmish that ends the movie Top Gun, World War Three just started, and everyone's treating <laughs> yeah, it like it's an exciting it's true. victory, and like the U.S. and boom, the, some other boom, country are now at war. Boom, 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 boom. That's a good point. So, yeah, that's absolutely. Maybe that's good where point. the next one picks up. Oh fuck! Wouldn't that be fucking crazy? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, so wow, Phil, Phil, you had a different perspective yeah, on how to make thank, it hard art, right? Thank you, Nolan. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, my perspective was just to keep the movie more or less the same. But it's every time it looks like two men are about to kiss, like when Valcom was right in front of Tom Cruise, <laughs> just have him kiss, have him fuck a little bit. <laughs> the volleyball scene nude—that totally works, but. There's no way no they don't, air biting, they don't, just kiss instead. When when Tom uh, puts his arm uh, around um, uh, Anthony Edwards as they walk away That's shirtless right. from the the, Ice, the volleyball scene, man. just keep keep following them and follow them back into the locker room where they fucking fuck for like seven minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. When they're just posing in underwear and short towels. When, when Anthony Edwards dies, when Goose dies, have have Maverick just go like. I love you, you know, just add in the, that doesn't make it R, but the fucking wood, no. the fucking wood. So just make it gay, as, gay as we all know it really is. And, and so does he fuck goose in like the first act, second act, and then fucks, uh, uh Charlie in the third act? Yes. Yeah. All three, all three. Yes. But keep it real. All three. There's three. Wait, Falk, in, 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 in hard R films, there's only. And a second or third act fucking. There's rarely a first act fucking. You can get away with it just just as much as you can put it in an R-rated film. Shoot it X, shoot it hardcore, but then just cut it down into into uh, something that could actually be released as an R. Val, all right. So I love it. So this is what I see. I see Val Kilmer and and and, and Maverick right. Oh, Tom Cruise right. Uh, Iceman and Maverick yeah. right up against each other right. And Maverick, you know, is like yelling at Iceman and they're getting into an argument. Iceman just smacks Maverick across the face. And then he and then Iceman goes to smack him again and he ca and Maverick catches it. And then they kiss really passionately. And then they fuck over a Corvette <laughs> Dude, in the back of a train. It feels like it's halfway oh. written right now. Like yeah. that. This is it, it writes itself, doesn't it? It's no, that was all perfect. That was all that was all exactly. And it needs to be got broke back mountain level. You have to shoot it R rated. You can't fucking no show penetration. But yeah, by the way, that, no yeah. one's no one's done that. No one's been fucking on a, on the hood of a Corvette as a train's just going by in the background. That's a, that's a good. Well, scene. no, they're on the train. They're on the train. Oh, oh. It's fair game. I like, like I, I, I like the way no one just shot it. Uh, the, the because the train represents the peat. Like maybe they're at, just outside a tunnel and they're fucking on a Corvette mm -hmm. and the train goes by into the tunnel just as the penetration starts. It's a little on the nose. Well, it's on the nose. Have you seen the have you seen Top Gun? Because it's very on the nose when two, when shirtless men are hugging and kissing, playing volleyball. They don't kiss, but they do hug a lot. The way you describe it, I I actually want to go out and watch it now. <laughs> yeah, you're doing yourself a disservice by not watching yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. I it's it, it is a, a beautiful film about the beauty of boys' bodies and planes. <laughs> <laughs> okay wait 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 so just real quick so my mom's uh phone uh ringer for my brothers <laughs> whenever one of my brothers call her is it's playing with the boys oh there it is so good body's working overtime Knock, knock, knocking on wood. The Hollywood pose? Yeah. Oh. 
Yep. All right. Well, I'm sorry, Cool Boy Nation. You couldn't see that, but we just did a pose off. All right. Um, so, yeah, Top Gun. I would I would see that R, and I would rather see Felt's R. But I mix it with a little bit of my R, and I think we got a, we got an Oscar winner. All right. So, uh, uh, who just did it? It was me. Okay, so who's after me? It's uh, Steve. Steve. Number two. So, I'm thinking that uh, the Steven Spielberg, I think it's Steven Spielberg classic, An American Tale. It's not his movie, no. He, he produced, produced it. it. Uh, Don Bluth. It's Don Bluth. Yeah. Don Bluth. That name sounds familiar. He's too. a legend. He did Secret yeah, he of Nim. Uh, he did uh, Dragon's Lair, all those games. He did Cockadoodle Doo as well. Yeah. Oh, that's not R. How are you going to make that R? That's a reach. He's just trying to draw on any G-rated movie and make it R and be all cool and win win the game. I guess, honestly, the only way to make American Tale R, because it is based on, like, Jews in Russia, is that you'd have to go Holocaust-style with it. You would just turn up the fact, all the, like, hardcore factors that's going on with this immigrant being... Jewish know, immigrant. ...managed by... Uh, that's very weird. The fact that, like, there's cat Cossacks. Like, it's, it's very, like, dark historically. Yeah, it is. It is, and the whole thing where is that is, is that the one where he also gets he he loses. Which one is the one where he gets like flooded and he like loses his family? First one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's the one. That's the first one. Yeah. The second one's not anywhere near as dark. Favagol Wasos West is much more of a kids movie. The first American Tale is a very dark story about what happened to a real Jewish immigrant family who were separated from their son. American Tale, it's already it's already pretty hard R for a kids film. You know, I saw that in theaters, too. I don't know if that was maybe my first film, actually, in theaters. That may have been my first film. Just, I, just octane it up, right? That's what I'm saying. And and Holocaust it up, too, because it is about Jews being driven out of Russia. It wasn't the Holocaust. Hell yeah. It was early Hell on. yeah. Based on a real story, isn't it? About an actual immigrant family from Russia who got fucking like, separated from their son? I had never heard of that. I don't that. think it's a true story. No, I don't and think mouse? it's true. They, they were Mises? There are no No, it's not true, true, because they're not mice. <laughs> Meanwhile. Here's another perfect 80s movie Teen Wolf. Now, oh. I just want to I just want to say I think Teen Wolf was my first direction. The bl Pamela, the blonde girl in that mm. movie like I think I was getting hard. I liked Boof. Boof, she was good too. Ah. When they went that when mm. they went that closet, I think my my penis popped and I was like, "What what, what was that?" There's Durr. a dick in that movie, you know. Is there a dick in that movie? Anyway, I think that movie's perfect. The only way to make it better is wolf orgies. Wolf orgies? You can have a werewolf. You can have him There seems to be a theme with how you're making your movies R. Yes. 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 He could be killing high school students in horror fashion. No. And like, Just you wolf know, orgies. Tearing up the orgies. neighborhood. Wolf orgies. All right. Well, you know, that's, a, that's like, I that feel like funny. Boogie Nights is like the version of the movies you're turning all your movies into. And I'm okay with this. I like it. How, like how would you improve American Tale? Mouse orgies? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. I did actually kind of have a crush on like one of the girl mice, I think, when I first when I saw it as a kid. His sister. Maybe, yeah. I was I was like like what five years old? I mean yeah, you don't know that the cartoon mouse is wrong. Somewhere. Yeah, that song. Out there. It's like she was singing it's like she was singing to me. Sweet big mouse. I think I did too now, actually. I'm thinking about it. She was she was good. There's a lot of men who are now furries because of that. <laughs> That and Fritz the cat. <laughs> Jesus. Mice and cats, they are just dominating tonight. And 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 of course Thundercats. Cheetara. Oh, god damn it. Speaking of which, Cheetara is fully nude in the first episode of Thundercats. Yep. They're not wearing any clothes. They're just fucking tits are out. Love it. Nipples? 
You can't. It's it's like a little bit of an edge. There's a little bit of an. It's like a Ken doll. All the guys just have like a piece there, but no mm-hmm. dick. Just just a piece. Mm. Oh wow, there's a lot of Chitara nude. I can't oh, find yeah. the actual there's... show. It's just all it's all fan drawings. It's fan art. It's fan art everywhere. Wow. But she's covered in hair. If you actually fucked her, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be pleasant. Thank you for thinking that through. All right, let's let's blow through <laughs> number ones. Let's get some music going too. Did you like the music on the last time? Uh, I loved it. Keep, Did keep you going. really? All right, I'll just copy paste yeah. that shit then. T minus cool boys and counting. Three, two, one. Number one. Number one. All right, so Felk, start us up with number oh, one. Oh, fuck, pressure. Uh, I am going with a film that is one of the most demented, violent films of all time that is somehow rated PG. Uh, the film Home Alone. Now, yes, I know this is kind of cheating because there kind of is an R-rated Home Alone called The Good Son. But <clears throat> Kevin is basically a demented, fucked up kid. And, and the only catch... So he actually believes, I think, if you watch that movie... That in Home Alone, he he makes his his like entire family disappear yes. by You're wishing correct. them away. He thinks You're he correct. has that power, so he yep. is delusional. Like even for a kid, he he's like insane. He believes he has godlike powers. So just take that to the, the next level. Like robbers are invading his house, rather than call the police. The movie gives you the reason that he never calls the police because he thinks he stole from like a grocery store accidentally. Um, and that's why he doesn't call the police, but it's very poorly delivered. Just make it clear. He's he's dealing with this himself because he wants it. He, he is out for blood and then just add blood to the movie as is. Allow everything that he does in that movie, like throwing paint cans full at, you know, a, a person's <laughs> head or setting a man's skull on fire or he uh, shoots a dude in the face with a BB gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. Hello. So, that's Daniel Cern, right? He, yeah, just have yeah. it hit his eye. Take that one eye out so the eye is just this bloody mess. And at the end, right when... Or Felk, or Felk, add more robbers to the movie and just give him real bullets. Yeah. He just yeah, takes out yeah, you're right, kills he, them. He would have killed them when, like, like, five minutes in. So you have to, yeah, you definitely have to add more uh, bodies for, for, for the, the realities of what he's doing to them to actually set in. But at the end, two will at least survive because they chase him to the old man's house. Old man doesn't show up, right? When Joe Pesci's about to bite his finger off, bite it. He bites yeah, his finger yeah. off. Yep. The yep. movie fades to black. <laughs> no music. I like it. Good picks, Felk. That would be a hardcore R. Did you guys know that Home Alone um, was done? Uh, they kind of like did a, a, a recent kind of like pseudo, pseudo sequels with Macaulay Culkin as an Uber driver. Yeah. And no. Talks about being Kevin McAllister and how it left like being Home Alone fucked him up and he's tri- like had all this like fucked up life experience because of it it's a series on um uh youtube you can find it's called drivers but it's of an i it's a y and there's no e and it's a it's macaulay culkin and uh some a friend i guess is directing it and it's about uh old kevin McAllister. yeah and it's a lot less funny than it should be considering we know how fucked up macaulay culkin's real life was because of those movies as well yeah it's it is yep for sure all right, well, great. Good number one. All right, Andy, you're number one. All right, my number one, I got three words for you guys. Jessica Rabbit's titties. Oh, yeah, I was hoping the last word would be pussy, but um, I, I would like to see her tits as well. 
Oh, those Wait, tits. I'm gonna Google her nude. If right it has now. to be live action, does that mean she has to be a real person or? No, we we drop that. I want Fire and Ice animated. Okay, good. Yeah. Good okay, thing. I'm okay with yeah. that. Is it still classified as live action since most of it's live action, anyways? Yeah, it is. I yeah. think so, anyways. Yeah. Or hybrid. But it'd have to be uh, Christina Hendricks. Would have to be Jessica Rabbit, right? <laughs> oh, and her naked would be amazing. Finally, Jessica right? Rabbit's known for two things: big tits, Small tiny waist. waist. Yeah. yeah. Christina Hendricks uh, is kind of larger. You can CG her down, but she is she is thick the entire way. I'm actually surprised you find her attractive. I thought you liked thinner girls. She's big. She's fine to me. I, I I mean I think so. What's wrong she, with her? Nothing. Nothing. I like. I'm nothing. Who was the who was the who was the bad guy in that movie? He was scary. Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. Christopher Judge Lloyd. Doom. Judge Doom. That goop or what? What did they call the goop in that? Oh, yeah, that goop could be fucked Dip. up. R. That was horrifying. Oh my God! It's Dip. Oh yeah, Dip. Dip. Oh God, that's a scary movie, man. That that movie frightened me. The little cute shoe in there, and they dip it in. And yeah, I just have it turn bloody as fuck. Shoe. Uh, it could be that could be horrific. Jesus, that, that, yeah. That is not a kids movie, man. That movie is like adult already. And it's pretty clear. Also, yeah. So Jessica Rabbit is fucking that producer uh, to to advance uh, Roger Rabbit's career, right? Like they play it pa as patty cake in the movie. But it's patty cake, but fuck. yeah, exactly. It's fucking yeah, for sure, or blowing or whatever. Yeah. I never yeah, understood it, that even even now when I rewatch it, I'm like, are they fucking or not? That what well, is for tunes, I think. Honestly, I, I think, think that's what that it's supposed for to be. Roger, he's so infantile or something that patty cake is, is sexualized or something. Then why does the adult why does the human male producer want to do that with her? Because he's also infantile. Wasn't that the animator guy or something? The one No, no, that was the that was like the uh, head of the studio. Yeah. I think that's just the way they have sex. It's yeah, I think that's I think that's the way tunes have it's sex. Like a fetish? No, I don't think it's a fetish. I think it's literally how tunes have sex. Hmm. Nah. No, because tunes are so are so innocent. They're right. They're cartoons. They're designed for children. They're innocent. You might be right, but Jessica Rabbit clearly has a vagina under there. Well, and if you go yeah, and get the laser right. disc, you can go see it. And that baby had a girl he was clearly fucking. I don't know how that works, but he like he clearly was, right? Well, yeah, because then if you he slow down the ass? video, he. No, he actually fingers her, and when his finger comes out, there's an actual a driplet on his finger. What? Yes. Yep. Yeah. What? No. Yep. In the beginning I mean, of the supposed movie, to be his saliva. No. Yeah. Well, quote unquote, right? In the very beginning of, of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, he goes baby after the after the cartoon ends, the baby Herman goes underneath a woman's legs, and he says, "Sorry, toots," no. and he puts yep. his finger up the dress, and when it comes out for like a frame or two. There's a little bit of a wetness on his finger. That's absolutely true. Disney had a problem with their artists. They were just trying. That wasn't Disney technically, though. That was that was Warner that Brothers. was Columbia as well. Yeah. I think, uh, I it was Warner Brothers animation. It was it was a bunch of people. I think, but, but, I think but they Columbia like did a collaboration. That was like very strange that they were able to do that. Yeah. Have Disney characters and uh, Warner Brother characters all interact. Also, at the end, yeah. though, when Jessica Rabbit flies out of the, the cab, you can see up her dress and you can see her vagina. Yes, I'm looking at that. It was right rated now. PG. These are four frames. 
It was only PG, and uh, and Felk, that's only the laser disc now that that exists. You have to go get the laser disc if you actually want to see. No, but in theatrically, um, that's how it like the the actual thirty. It did. That's how. Yeah, that. that is theatrical. Yeah. Correct. And this was a movie done by Touchstone Pictures, Amblin Entertainment, Silver Screen Partners, and Walt Disney Feature Animation. There was and it was distributed through a bunch of different people, including Columbia and Warner Brothers. This movie was a huge powerhouse of movie because it touched upon so many different IPs, not just Warner Brothers and Disney either. Because Betty Boop, if I'm not mistaken, is not either one of those. And she was in the uh, the bar. She's, she's public domain, I think. But it was great to see Daffy Duck and Donald Duck go at it. And Mickey Mouse and, and Bugs Bunny like make fun of uh, Bob Hoskins as he's falling. Well, now it seems like Disney owns the rights because it's at Disneyland. Yeah, it is. You're right. And there's the ride and everything, of course. Yes. But Disney also didn't own Star Wars when they had Star Tours. Yeah, they, they licensed sure, it. Sure, sure. So we can all we can all agree you had in just grab his tits. Yep. Hardcore penetration. We have a great R-rated movie. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Cool. No, and I'm still wondering if you think that penetration can be shown in an R-rated movie or not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Alrighty. Uh, I guess okay. So the next one is um, me and uh, my number one. I would have to go with is Baby Secret of the Lost Legend. I knew and now you'd this say is a that. movie. That you would love this movie. Yeah, I love it's this terrible. movie. This is something I grew up on for sure when I was a you've kid. Been, you've been bringing it up for like twenty years. Oh yeah, and I and I try to recommend it to everyone I, I, I ever come across because it is that good of a movie. And one of the things that's fantastic about Baby of the Lost Legend is that they did as much as they could practical um, with the dinosaur, uh, the baby dinosaur. And it's a movie. If you don't know, it's a movie about a man who goes and looks for his girlfriend in Africa because she goes to look for uh, dinosaurs and in the process they do come across dinosaurs and a really ancient tribe and uh, uh, meanwhile poachers do come to the dinosaurs and the poachers you know end up um, uh, kidnapping uh, the dinosaurs and the baby ends up being stuck with this girlfriend and boyfriend anyways there's literally lines in this movie like from the pilot who's driving the boyfriend into Africa to go find his girlfriend there are literally lines where the pilot is telling the boyfriend Things like, you know, like, how could you let your girlfriend go on her own? And he literally says, if she was my girlfriend, I'd slap the bitch. And he, like, literally says that. And this is a PG film. Like, they, they, they push domestic abuse on children in this film. Plus, they use real squibs on the dinosaurs. Uh, spoiler alert. They kill the father in the beginning of the movie. The father dinosaur, Brontosaurus. And they use real squibs on this dinosaur when they shoot it, and it's really violent. And they destroy the chest of this dinosaur and the neck yeah, of this dinosaur. So, yeah, they they killed a fucking real dinosaur. No, they kill like a real robotic dinosaur, like puppet dinosaur. Yeah, real squibs is kind of an oxymoron. Real squibs. I like real squibs. They didn't have um, CG uh, bullets. Or they didn't have CG uh, blood splatters in 1985. So basically, yeah. they either used squibs or they didn't use squibs. And in this movie practically has also a sex scene where, um, and this that, is why yeah. this would be a hard R, is that you would just, you know, there's a scene in which literally the uh, a boyfriend and girlfriend are having, um, uh, are about to have sex, but baby keeps messing up the tent and they eventually get baby out of the tent and then they fade to black and then they wake up the next morning and they're both, you know, covered by the sleeping bags properly naked, you know, and it. baby's not next to the tent anymore and they have to go deal with baby, whatever. And that's what they call the baby dinosaur. But instead... Hard R version. Just slip baby or get out of there and then you show the fuck scene. Solid. Yeah, you also didn't even mention the best part. That the woman that you're describing is actress Sean Young. Sean Young. Who was driven insane by the movie Baby, Secret of the Lost Legend. Was she really? She was crazy. 
After yeah, she, no, you're thinking of Margot insane. Robbie. Or not Margot Robbie, Margot Ritter? Kidder. Margot, Margot Kidder. Kidder also went insane. Sean Young went batshit crazy after like, 1985. When she didn't get the role of Catwoman, she went insane. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yes. Well, she didn't get the role of Catwoman because she was insane. Like, she was she was basically stalking Tim Burton. Yeah. She was on the short list uh, for, for the, the women considered because she was still somewhat popular. Because Blade Runner was still yeah. pretty recent. Yeah, and Baby was 1985, so she'd been working. And then she showed up at his house dressed in a Catwoman outfit she had made and started, like, purring and acting like a cat in order to get the movie. And that meant she did not get the movie. What really? And I, wow. I I blame her mental illness to being in Baby: Secret of the Lost Legend. Andy, have you seen Baby? No, I have not seen Baby. You've never seen guys see Baby, Andy. It's really good. Classic Andy, you do not film. need to ever see Baby: Secret of the Lost Legend. Right, it is not, not a, a good, good movie. movie. <laughs> it's a great I'll movie. It. No, it's a good movie. It's a great. Ballard, movie. Ballard, Ballard, Ballard's got me to watch a whole lot of horrible movies over the years. So I'm, all of us. So. He's done that to all of us. <laughs> You made me watch Dolomite, Ballard. <laughs> Dolomite. I also made people see Black Dynamite. Yeah. I watched that with you, I think. That was fun. Yeah. I made a bunch of people see Black Dynamite. That was a good movie. Anyways, um, so yeah, I think, baby, you could end it with, you could make it T-Rexes instead of Brontosauruses, and then you just amp the, uh, the violence right there. And when the mom breaks free at the end, and she eats the main poacher, and they kill all the other poachers, instead of just like a Brontosaurus taking out... You know, a, a, a poacher. You get T Rex is eating it. You're being way too descriptive of what this movie's about. <laughs> Agreed. I, I love babies. I can't stop. I can't. It's a problem. I know you love it. I know you love it. It's a problem. <laughs> you can't. It's a problem I have. Problem. It makes me so weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. All Great right. So, yeah, baby's my number one. Great cover. Yeah. Great I cover. Uh. I used to pass that in the VHS store and be like, what the fuck is that? That movie looks cheap. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the right instinct. Ha 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 ha, that was super funny. All right, Steve, what's your number one? <laughs> yeah, that sounds natural. <laughs> My number one pick would be Hook. Another another Spielberg. Uh, I guess American Tale wasn't Spielberg. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just think Hook has that, you know, it's already kind of dark where it's telling the story of Peter Pan after he's grown up. But it, they, it could take it a lot further. And... You know, after our discussions, I think that there's a, a good, you know, child orgy scene that could happen. God damn it. <laughs> Hell this episode yes. would places Hell I didn't yes. think it would go or want it to. The Rufio! Fucking, <laughs> fucking Lost Boy orgy is like... Oh my god, uh, Rufio's dropping roofies and all the Lost Rufio! Boys drinks and then fucking, like, Tinkerbell. That food looks terrible. It looks like fucking paint. It's your imagination. It looks delicious. You're doing Frosted. it, Peter. You're doing it. Oh, there you are, Peter. There's a scene where Dustin Hoffman like seriously contemplates suicide. That's in a PG kids movie. Why? Yeah. Why is that and in Bob there? Bob Hoskins talks him out of it. I gotta tell you, those mermaids. I'd, I'd fuck. I'd fuck every one of those mermaids. Those mermaids me, are me hot. Me too. If I was in Never Never Land, fuck yeah. Oh yeah. Mermaids every day. You can only mouth fuck them. Remember, they have they have fish holes. You can't. No vaginal penetration with a mermaid. Mermaids are good for blowjobs only. That's the big caveat about mermaids. What are you going to do with Tinkerbell? Andy brings up a good point by mentioning Tinkerbell, and I'm curious, Felk, would you stick Tinkerbell in your asshole? No, <laughs> but I, I, I guess I'd... Well, she could get big, right? She can go She can go human size. So then, I mean, I've never found Julia Roberts attractive. She looks like a horse to me. Um, <laughs> but 
there, Wait, who's more horse? Wait, who's more of a horse? Julia Roberts or Sarah Jessica Sarah Parker? Sarah Jessica Parker is more Sarah horse. Jessica Parker. But but Julia Roberts has the horse gene in her as well. Um, the hottest Tinkerbell is in that fucking uh, that recent Peter Pan from like two not recent like two thousand and like Roma, three Roma or four Marty or whatever. No, it's the chick from Swimming Pool, uh, Ludwig Savinger or something like that. She is fucking a hot chick, and she played Tinkerbell. Yeah, Tinkerbell's kind of hot. <laughs> so would you stick her in your ass? <laughs> yes. No. The answer is yes. I guess I'm rubber against my dick. I mean, I prefer if she can turn human size so I can fuck her. Would you tongue her tiny little asshole? No, that's weird. I'd do that. See, I wouldn't tongue normal assholes, but I'd tongue that little asshole. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, I'd probably do you think that little, little asshole, asshole has like glitter that comes out of it and shit? For, sure. Like, well, you know, for sure. It's just less it's just less poop. Andy, <laughs> Andy you listen to every episode? You listen to the rim job episode? I just listened to that one on the way over here, yes. <laughs> okay. You disagree, oh, I assume. Oh, yes. I was laughing my ass off and being a little bit grossed out and, and thinking that I couldn't do it, but the thought of Tinkerbell's little tinky, tiny, tinky butthole might be uh, my, my gateway. All right. Well, that was great, Steve. Way to go. Good number one. All right, Nolly, what's your number one? <laughs> my number one is another classic 80s film. It's perfect in every way. The movie is... E.T. How, how do you make that R? <laughs> I'll tell you how you make it R. Alien orgies. God <laughs> damn it. I'm telling you, when the ship comes down at the end, just ends and the fucking rainbows are shooting, fucking aliens start fucking, their dicks start <laughs> no, blowing. I love your third act blowing. orgies. <laughs> yeah, I love how much thought you put into how to modify these movies. No, he's just talking about all the ETs showing up and just <laughs> fucking each other with their slimy little bodies. Fucking, it's raining men starts playing, but even it's women raining aliens. Man. You know this is answered on it, inside the actor studio when Spielberg was uh, was there. Uh, that weird guy who used to host inside the actor studio asked him like, "What is the sex of ET?" And he goes, "ET's a plant. They grow like plants, so they don't fuck." Sorry. Wait, who said this? Steven Spielberg. Well. Those are some hard R's. Now let's get to some hard bods. Ooh. All systems ready. Three, two, one. I saw not walking with this girl. Talking bodies. Yeah. Talking bodies. <laughs> oh, yeah. As always, Talking Bodies has us discussing the wonderful world of mega hotties and super babes. Mm. And Cool Boy Nation to enhance your body experience. Strap on that hard drive and whip out that keyboard. And let's go Googling for some sweet bodies and dogs. <laughs> of course, you don't have to use Google if you prefer Duck, Duck, Go or whatever the fuck or Alta Vista. Use whatever search engine you prefer. Alta Vista. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yahoo or uh, Bing. Oh, Bing. So is Steve here or did he leave? Steve is downstairs for a second, it sounds like. Uh, so tonight's topic for Talking Bodies is hard bods playing off hard R's. Now, I've discussed some hard bodies uh, in the past, but what does hard bods exactly mean to all, to all of you? 
I think hard bods means like mainly like you know, like hardcore abs and like that 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 V down to the vagina. You know that mm-hmm, women mm-hmm. get that's super hardcore. You know, and like you know, I like to think a hard bod has like fake tits at least a C. Definitely, but they don't have to. Definitely, but I feel like it should be fake tits. And maybe they might have a little bit of tricep, not a much bicep, a little tri, maybe. You're perfectly describing my pick. Though. And like a little bit of tone legs, tone calf. Oh, and also you got to have that tight ass with the dimples. Okay. Everything we mentioned was fully muscles except for the fake tits. You guys just throwing those in there because you got to have them because otherwise they're going to have these weird gross pecs and then the whole exactly. thing is going to be ruined. Okay, so so gentlemen who are not regulars, guests. Uh, I threw out a name in the very first episode, which to me is the epitome of a perfect hard-bodied female bod, and that's Megan right. Avalon. So bring her up again Megan. if you haven't. Megan Avalon. Avalon. And for the love of God, search nude. Megan Avalon nude. Well, Pornhub comes up first. She's done. Go to images. All right. Yeah, go to images. She's finding images. Oh, yeah. She doesn't fuck. She just models and is a professional bodybuilder. You so know, essentially so what the, Ballard just described completely. That's a good hard bod. Now look up. I don't remember what I said last time, though. I, li- I like that, Felk. That's fine. You yeah, that's dissed fine. her in the first time saying she was too muscular. Oh, wait. No, hold on. Her biceps I can't. Are I can't do that face. Try yeah. Samantha Kelly now. Try Samantha Kelly. Her biceps Felk, Felk, are huge. Let me say this. If I said anything bad about Megan Avalon before, mm-hmm. I don't know how... In- I can't remember in context that was, but I'll say it for hardball context. She fits. However, I will say Noli is dead on the money. Those buys are too big. Try Samantha Kelly. Okay. Kelly is K-E-L-L-Y. Andy, what do you think about Megan Avalon? Samantha Kelly, I think, is the same thing, just brunette. Yeah, pretty no, much. No, buys are a little smaller. I can't even tell the difference. I like okay. Samantha Kelly. That's a good hard bod. I'm going to give you one more name, and then I'll be done. No, Samantha Kelly is fun. Okay, I'm going to give you one more name, and then I'm going to be done. <laughs> uh, this is a woman I do not find attractive, but she always comes up with these women's names in searches. Search for Lisa Cross. Dude, this is what I assume you guys Oof. saw when no, I first showed you Megan Avalon. Oh, she is, God. She too is not hard. attractive. She is too hard. Too hard. Too Jesus. muscular. Too massive. Oh, She's got Get a clip that's here. like a big old dick. No, I don't find Get that attractive. But when I, I showed you bond. first Megan Avalon and you were like, no, too muscular. I'm like, what are you seeing? Because I think Megan Avalon is fucking perfect. She's a, and so is Samantha uh, Kelly, perfect human specimens of hard-bodied muscular females but then there are women who take it too far and i wanted to give you one that i thought was too far and see how you'd react mm, no, that's too far I, yeah I have, far. too far i have a hard bar to throw hard bod to throw in here in the way of uh oh ava andressa too sorry ava andressa wasn't megan avalon that was the first one yeah yeah i have a girl i have a girl who's Kind of like her, but less muscular. She's an Instagram model, uh, Lacey K. Summers. It's uh, L-A-C-I-K-A-Y-S-O-M-E-R-S. Nice. She is not even hard, in my opinion. She's just a model. That's not hard. Mm. She's muscular. She's fit. Oh, that doesn't doesn't count as hard? Then none of mine are going to fly. Yeah, she's CrossFit fit. She's not muscle fit. She doesn't do endurance. Well, fuck, how about this? I would say, because I I think, think, honestly, what I'll say is Megan Avalon and uh, who was the other one? Stacey something? uh, Samantha Samantha Kelly. Samantha Kelly. And Ava Andressa. Ava Andressa, too. For me, that's the furthest end of hard bod that I'm willing to go. But I like that's that's the extent of hard bod I can take. But... 
I would go ahead and definitely say that. Me too. That uh, Lacey K. Summers is a hard bod for me, at least. And she's maybe on the lower end of hard Good. bod, but she's she's got a hard bod. She ain't soft, but she's not. Yeah, super she's not soft. Hard. Yeah, this is good. Andy, you got any hard bods? I had none that I think crossed that line. But what uh, do you what, what do you think of anyway? Jillian Jillian Michaels was the only one that I could come up with because I typed in fitness. I typed in hot chicks or celebrities with muscular bodies, and nothing beyond whatever that K Michaels one we just looked up for summer something. Uh, nothing came up beyond that level of yeah. Julia Michaels is about aerobics and losing weight. Um, that's her yeah. kind of fame. She's not about building muscle. Not not hard in my opinion. Fitness, aerobics yeah, girls no, ain't hard. I got no me. hearts. I'll still throw out Jules Jade. Jules Jade. You know, if you type in Jillian Michaels nude, by the way, six images over on Google is um is uh, Taylor Swift fake. Nude getting fucked. <laughs> I don't know how they made that connection, but they seem to. All right, wait. Did you, did you send that text through Skype? Oh, nice. Yeah, I did. How do I access? It doesn't have that? her name. All it says is Angie, and she's on Aziani Iron. Oh, Aziani Iron has good content. Aziani Iron, you know of the, oh, so you know of this. Oh yeah. So search for Angie in there. She's a she, she's muscular. I mean, there's a lot coming up. I don't. I'm not sure if I'm getting the right one. Ooh. There is one where she is grabbing a pool cue with her twat. She is holding onto it. She is gripping this pool cue. That sounds Ooh. muscular. <laughs> what? Yeah, she's that reaching sounds... out. I can't find this sides. one. Is that Angela South? Sal so search for. Uh, I think her name, her full name is Angela Salvagno. S A L V A G No. You know. Angela Salvagno. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I see about? what you're talking about. Oh, God. That's intense. That's a lot of muscle. That's too, that's too hard. That's too, too hard for me. I agree. Too hard. Too, oh, hard. too hard. Is that the girl too you're talking hard. about? Yep. Oh, yeah. I would say I got two hard bods, and, and they're just uh, going to be quick mentions based on the uh, things that we've uh, talked about in the past. Um, but uh, Rachel Stars definitely, I feel like, is a hard bod. No. Fit, sorry. And then um, uh, the other one I would bod. say is uh, Kendra Lust. Definitely not a hard bod. Hot. Kendra Lust is a hard bod. Well, fuck, you've seen her actually working out. And she only does cardio. I don't think those are hard bods. She's on the Stairmaster. I don't know. That's kind of hard, I guess. Well, then I guess I... I, I, I guess I'll throw like out a board, star. Uh, Savannah Fox. She's a, little, she's, a, she's a little hard. I mean, I, I, I like Brandy Love. I think she's like hard and Janet Mason. I think they're both hard porn stars. But like. To me, Ava Andressa is still the name I want to throw out when I say it. Savannah Fox isn't like more hard than Rachel Starr or Kendra Lust. Her abs are have just, muscle. Are we just back in porn stars? We are back in porn stars. Yeah, right yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's essentially yeah. what this segment really is in the end now <laughs> at this point. That we just go go over porn stars and then just talk about porn stars and then eventually we pick an episode and we do a whole show topic on porn stars for some reason. I tried to throw in some divas. Megan Avalon, if you're listening, please. Call no, you should. You should. You should do divas, but just waiting for All Steve because he's got a whole conversation for that. Is Steve coming back? Are we sure about that? I, I don't he think is. He's coming back. Not by 11.15. Right? Is he coming back? Do you know? Divas are all fine choices. Hang on. I, they're actually like parked right across the street. I'm just going to look real quick. Tori Wilson's my favorite diva. We can use this. This is usable. 
Angela Salvagino is too muscular. Not one of the the, the Bella twins, the prime. The, those are both divas. fine. Oh yeah, those are nice. both fine. Those are both amazing. They're both good. Both good. When what when watching the show, I have a clear favorite. But now looking at all the pictures, I cannot tell which one is hotter than the other one. I'm just a sucker for boobies. Sorry, Vince. Uh, what? Who's, who's the main guy? Vince McMahon. His daughter is actually. Uh, yeah, really, yeah. His daughter is actually really hot. That's what always been weird. Or maybe it's his weird? wife, Stephanie McMahon. Who's Stephanie McMahon? She's hot. I don't know if that's the one. But Tori Wilson's my favorite. Searching her right. I give it to one of the Bellas. One of the Bellas for sure. All right, let's, let's get. Into, let's get. I guess let's get into divas. Yeah, Tori Wilson is my favorite diva. She's not super hard, but she's she's got the muscles, and she's my favorite of the divas. Sable was good too. Sable was good. Sable, Sable and Tori Wilson are both prime A. Yeah, for sure. Sable was like early on uh, Playboy, and that led Tori Wilson to do Playboy twice. Correct, I think, right? I mean, and then I mean, an- come on, come on. And then someone else yeah, did Tori Playboy. Incredible. Who takes it too far? And that's who? China. 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 Too muscular. She did porn, th- and then she died. China on the list. Throw what was it list. like? One night in China or something like that? What yeah, was she it was anal in that scene. She does a scene with uh, Phoenix Marie in that scene. Oh, was it One God. Night in China? Yeah, that what it was called. That was her first scene, but then she did more because that was like based on One Night in Paris, right? That was the whole idea. Yeah. So I want to bring up. Have you guys seen Tori Wilson recently? She's no, not muscular oh, anymore. No, no, no. Oh, no, she is. She became a mom. She She's in the CrossFit stuff. She still looks good, but she's like, she's way more tone. Oh, yeah. She looks great still. No, but she says like an eight pack now. Yeah, she's hard. But she is still looking good. Yeah, no, absolutely. I she's still crushing it and killing it. Oh, yeah. you know what? Um. Oh, what was her name? China. Oh, crap. No, no, no. <laughs> she wasn't a diva. Uh, Rachel. Wait, Rochelle. Oh. Rochelle Lowen, L O E W E N. Nude. Rochelle? Rochelle with an O. She's hot, but she, she's not hard. This Rachel Lowen chick is a WWE girl. She's hot. She's not oh, that she? good. Yeah. Madison Ivy's got a hard bod. Yeah. She's not she's not muscular. She's 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 a great chick. You're just thinking fit girls. Bod. You gotta have some muscle. I don't know. Por- I don't know porn star names, and I think that's the only place where we're going to find all these. What's that? What's that one with all the tattoos all over? And she's got spider webs on her tits. Bonnie Rotten. Annabelle Peaks. Nope. Bonnie Bo- Rotten. Bonnie Rotten. She's kind of hard, right? She's not super hard, but she is definitely fit. But I love Bonnie Rotten. She's excellent. She. She. She's we actually, not. I think, talked about her in the last episode. Spider webs on your tits. That's all you got. That's all you got to say. Silk. That's all you got to say. I agree. What do you think about Sybil Stallone? Uh, she's okay. Really, you like that? I was joking. Oh, here we go. Frances- <laughs> Francesca James. Oh, yes. Uh, I think it's Jaime that. or Jamie instead. But yes, yeah. Not There's Spanish. an I in there, I think, in between the A and the M. Yes. She's the first but yes, VR she is. I like her. Watched. Yep, that's a good one. That's a great hard bod. She's, she's, a, she's hard. hard bod. She's pretty hard. I think Rochelle Lowen is hard bod. How can you say she's not hard bod? Okay, let's move on. Let's Let's pick our three. You need some buys and tries, in my opinion. You know what? Honestly, I'm going to go with this right now. I'm going to go with Tori Wilson. And I think she's definitely on the top three. No question. Sure. I'll Megan yeah, Avalon for doing a top three. That's fine. I'm not Megan going Avalon can go. Okay, she can go on it. Yeah, Megan Avalon for sure. That works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tori Wilson, Megan Avalon. So I would, I would put Tori Wilson above Megan Avalon only because of celebrity. 
That's the only reason. That's fine. So, but we got to figure out that third. I think, Troy, three? I think Troy Wilson wins. Well, you know what? Because Steve's win. not She's here won. to be able to do his list. What was, um? I'll, I'll, I'll look at his list real quick. Because he had some uh, good options on there. Hang on one second. Yeah, the Bella uh, Twins. Yeah, the that's, Bella Twins for that's sure. That's kind of cheating. Can, that, can that fill, yeah. can both of them fill the three spot? Yeah, I guess. But I don't really think they deserve it. They're hot, but they're not like that good. I'll throw out Samantha Kelly or Eva Andressa as my number three option. Let me just do Ava Andressa. I would say Rochelle Lowen, honestly. I think that's a good number I don't three. Think she's hard. But I'll say Ava Andressa. Let me just give her another look, see. Bonnie Rotten. Bonnie Rotten's not, not hard, hard enough, but she is awesome. She's also, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. You know what, Felk? Totally. Ava Andressa, for sure. I say it goes Tori Wilson for celebrity, Ava Andressa, and then Megan Avalon. You know, Ava Andressa is Brazilian, don't you, Ballard? Oh, that yeah. taints it, doesn't it? All right, Megan Avalon, Ava Andressa. Yeah, this one wins. Yeah. That's the only Brazilian that ever wins this from this point on. Gets oh, she's the top winning? three. She's winning? She's on three. Well, she, gets, she, she wins by oh. being in the top three. Three. That's as far as I'm concerned, Brazil ever gets the win. Who, who, who won? Uh, Tori Wilson. Who, oh. Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson's number one. Then I think it goes Megan Avalon, then Ava Andressa. Even though if she wasn't Brazilian, I'd put her at number two for sure. You do Samantha Kelly as an alternate. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, she's a, she, yeah, she's good honorable mention. So cool, so cool. Where are we at now? Dongs. It's time for dongs. Someone got to segue me in. Hmm. I think that, that that was your segue. <laughs> it's time for some dongs. <laughs> Love that dong. Love that dong. All right, cool boy nation, and that means it is time for loving that dong, and we pick three celebs, and guess who has the biggest dick, and why? And tonight's episode of Love That Dong is called Felk. Uh, Ma- Jesus Christ, Maverick's hard deck cockpits. <laughs> which is a reference to Top Gun. So the idea behind this is this is three men that rode as co-pilots for Maverick. That would be Anthony Edwards' Goose, Clarence Gilliard's Junior Sundown, and Tim Robbins' Merlin. And I provided you guys links for their dongs. This was hard because immediately I thought of Sundown being the black guy. His picture is not good. It's just nothing's going on there. Then I thought, oh, Tim Robbins would definitely win because he's a tall man. Then his dick is actually on film, and it's not good either. No. I'm confused. I'm more confused with why we're doing a Top Gun dongs that doesn't have uh, Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer, and Anthony Edwards. Why'd you you go with Clarence whatever the fuck and this other guy? Because these are cockpit cocks, essentially. That's why. These are the co-pilots, the cock pilots. (laughs) Well, I'm not super familiar with the the work or the dong of Clarence Gillard. Well, then you need to watch fucking Walker, Texas Ranger, big guy. Is he, okay, he's the black guy from Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, well, how dare you, Felk? Why does he have to be black? Because he is. He's the black guy from Top Gun. Yeah, he I is. mean. Hey, man, I'm talking to you, man. I will fire when I'm good goddamn and ready. All right? Got that. I don't even rem- I barely remembered what Tom uh, Tim Robin just does in the movie. Like, wh- what is he's his Merlin? Merlin. Yeah, what does he do? He fucking guides Cougar in, and then he, he's a uh, Maverick's co-pilot at the last battle. The only battle. 
the only battle. And then World War Three started because you of- could be my cockpit man anytime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just 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 let's just rank them. I think Anthony Edwards wins by default because the other guys are just disappointing. Er, it was a fabulous show. Uh, I, yeah, I almost want to abstain on this one. I have honestly, this is the first time we've ever talked about the guy's dicks where I just haven't had an opinion, really. Well, we already talked about Val Kilmer's and Val Kilmer won, so we yeah. couldn't throw him into this conversation. And Tom Cruise's dick, as we all know, is about 16 inches long. So <laughs> there's almost no point in even putting him in there. Yeah, he uh, always wins. His dick is about, about, I'm guessing about between 13 and 16 inches. It's basically a third the length of his height. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's Tory Wilson. Tory Wilson wins. Love that dong. For sure. Megan Avalon, if you're listening, please reach out to the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. You were a fool. I think you complain just to hear yourself talk. Yeah, I'll shut you up. Yelling at the wall. Haven't you had enough? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, cool Boy Nation, tell us about any of your funny or interesting theories on turning PG movies into our hard R movies. Also, if you have any questions or more insights into PG or hard R movies, <laughs> let us know. That doesn't work for that one. No, it doesn't. Okay, whatever. <laughs> nope, whatever. And obviously, you know, if you know any bodies or dongs you'd like us to mention on the show, please write to us and let us know because I always love seeing those bodies and dongs. No one fucking sends us bodies. So no one fucking sends us dongs. No. I want a dong. Send me a dong. I'll send you a dong. Mm. And then um, and then recently also uh, on the YouTube page, um, I was just watching uh, Felk's uh, VR stuff. And I got to say, Felk, next time, record yourself. Please jack off the alien. And then, I, did you plan on saying, aw, shit? No. I just started saying it, and then I edited it in. I love that. And then... Um, uh, I guess I gotta say that I just I watched finally finished watching the live stream getting subs, and I love that you mentioned that you can't even type on your keyboard. So I love how Jack was like right before like even like even realizing that comment. There's the keyboard. There's the keyboard in question. Razor Black Widow Ultimate. And I didn't realize Nugget Master. That's where he his origin started. He started at 11 minutes and 48 seconds into the episode. You see Nugget Master for the first time, as far as I can see. <laughs> yeah. So Nuggies, <laughs> nuggies. come back, Nuggies. Yeah, okay. we miss you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what would you rather? What is it, Noli? What's the would you rather? So tonight is would you rather have a soft PG dick for six months or a hard R erection for a whole year? A soft PG dick. You can't put a six dick months. in a PG movie. But your dick, PG, a PG dick is soft. I guess. Okay. Not, not if you're David Bowie. <laughs> yep. Or a hard R dick for a whole year. So that means your dick is hard for a whole year. It never goes soft. You are constantly having a hard dick. I think I would year. go with the hard dick. Hard dick, yeah. That's not you can do the tuck. You can't fuck if you've got a soft dick perpetually. Yeah. yeah. But it would be, guys, be a horrible pain in the ass, but absolutely worth it. Are you thinking about how uncomfortable it is to have a boner all the time? What you're, you're going out in public. You're going to the grocery store. You're going to the bank. You fucking have a hard dick. It gets painful. <laughs> you ever have like just a fucking boner for too long? You get blue balls and like it starts hurting. Yeah. You can still have you can still have sex, but you're just always having a dick. Your dick never goes soft. 
Oh, for a but whole dude, year. soft dick sex is like, can you? Oh, that I, you can't even no, do anything with that. You're pretty much not you having can't. sex for six months. Or masturbating. You're not even masturbating. No, you no, can't no, soft no. dick masturbate. Nope. What is that? That's uh, unpleasant. Yeah, uh, I'm going with hard dick. Hard dick. Yeah, and you, it's hard dick, and you have to tuck it between the belt the whole year. That's it. <laughs> Gotta get a special belt. Special belt with a nice notch. Oh yeah, get a little groove going. Yeah, yes. groove. That's better. Does no one else get painful erections? You guys don't get painful erections. Not really. Well, I'm assuming the pain's well, not. Like, yeah, if you actually erection? had an erection for a year, you might have a serious problem. So I'm assuming that the <laughs> magical scenario uh, takes away any health concerns you might have, in which case you just have a hard dick. And it's like, yeah, shitting's a little tough when you have a hard dick. But uh, peeing pissing, you can't pee with a hard dick. It's almost I've done impossible. It. Yeah, you can't. You just, just go do it outside. You just piss just in the shower. Outside. That's what I do. Okay. Okay. You just stand really far away from the toilet. <laughs> Fair enough. Or, or you, yeah, you lean forward a lot. Why don't we take a poll then, real quick? So everybody, let's give out your 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 would you rather then. So Falk, how about you first? Hard. Go ahead. Hard dick. Okay. Not, not uh, even Steve. a problem. Hard dick. All right, Andy. Hard with a belt groove. All right, I go with hard dick too. Noli, I'll go with hard too. I thought someone was gonna. Go, I, thought, I thought for sure Ballard was gonna go soft dick for some reason. Oh no! Why, why? <laughs> would you ever? ever uh, he has an erection right now, probably. Because every time I do, I do. Would you rather? Felk is definitely on the one I think he's gonna pick, and Ballard's definitely on the one I think he's gonna pick. And tonight, Ballard, you went to that side. Yep. <laughs> you can't can't get me always, baby. <laughs> Talking about dicks. It's a weird voice. <laughs> <laughs> Cool boy nation, if there is a would you rather you would like us to discuss on a future podcast, please email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Well, that brings us to a close of tonight's episode. Cool boy nation, be sure to listen every Monday for new episodes of the Cool Boys Podcast. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Cool Boys Podcast. Email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget the the in the cool boys podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us by searching for the cool boys podcast. And also please do rate and review us on iTunes. We're getting a lot of fabulous reviews there so far. So please keep that up. And for additional episodes and exclusive listener member only content, you can go to patreon.com slash cool boys podcast and find some special episodes of Cool Boys After Dark. And uh, Steve, Andy, you guys want to uh, plug your super cool stuff? Anything, anything on social media? Andy's picture has been disturbing me this whole episode. It has. Uh, <laughs> it really is come. Yeah. At the restaurant. Uh, no, oh, nothing man. to plug. I, I don't want to plug anything. I, I did I did a super fancy uh, webinar this morning that I'd very much like to not have on your website for my software company but uh maybe, wait maybe what no. we don't have a website this was fun <laughs> yeah you andy do you want to be our social media girl and like totally like do our social media stuff for us yes absolutely do i get to wear pasties yes <laughs> hard bod why is it why do you say girl because i just figured that social media is always gonna be a girl because you know some girl on there going like you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is my daily commute. Mm -hmm. uh, waffles again. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> like it sounds like puppy. you're reading my Facebook right now. <laughs> is that your fucking Facebook? I don't even do Facebook or, or Instagram or uh, uh, Twitter, so I'm just I'm basing this all off of uh, 
pop culture norms, I guess. Steve, do you have anything that you want to mention? Do you want to give out your Instagram ID or whatever it's called for everybody? No, Instagram ID? <laughs> whatever it's called. Sometimes I wonder if you're like from this, this like if you're not a time traveler. <laughs> Dartmouth. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from me. And that's Bizies from me. And Bizies from me. Bizies. <laughs> <laughs> Double Bizies. Bizies, gentlemen. Thank all you for right. joining us. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, all right, guys. guys. Thank, Thank you, you cool boys. Come back, guys. Bye, guys. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... Guys, I have one honorable mention to the... Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> to the hard R scenario. He was big. Did he end up fucking the chick when he was like 12 years old? He did. Yeah. I think so, so, yeah. so that movie that movie encourages... Uh, For sure. All the, the teacher... Statutorial uh, rape. Shame. Get some cool boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious.